So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret number 253. Is he the right man for me? You know, I've had so many people come in frustrated that they can't find the right guy. They can occasionally get dates, but not from the people they want dates with. It's like the guys I want don't want me, and the guys that want me I don't want. Well, here's the thing. You could do exactly what Nancy did. Nancy had a pretty clear idea of the kind of guy she wanted. By the time she'd come to me, she'd been in and out of the dating world for about seven years. She was kind of tired of it, but wanted to still find that right person. So she came to me because she wanted to get back out there, but do it differently than she ever had before. The first thing I did with Nancy was to sit down and go through what she'd already gone through so many times, the kind of partner she really wanted. But we didn't stop there. See, if we want different results, we have to do something we haven't done before in a way we haven't done before. What Nancy hadn't done before was sit and ask herself the kind of partner that man would want and how well she matched that description. You see, if we don't match the description of the kind of person he would want, then we either have to realize that maybe the kind of guy we think is a good match for us isn't the kind of guy who's a good match for us. Maybe we should be adjusting who we actually are looking for. Maybe the right partner is different than who we thought they were. Or we can look at where we need to work on ourselves. It's like, oh, I want this guy that has all this amazing stuff going on, but I still have a lot of self-doubt. I still have some financial mass. I still uh, don't love my body. I still have a lot of issues in my nine environments. If you don't know the nine environments, go back. Listen to the first 10 secrets from the um, secrets that I share with you on these podcasts. But the other thing that I need to do with some people, and wasn't the case with Nancy, is... I need to listen to whether they have accurate self-perception. See, self-awareness can suck. You've been on dating sites and dating apps where the guy describes himself, but then you meet him or start dating him, and you're like, this isn't totally accurate. He says he's committed to self-growth and self-awareness, but, man, he won't even take accountability for problems he doesn't think he has, but he does. Our self-awareness, self-reported information about ourself is full of blind spots and holes. So with so many people, that's the first thing I have to do. When you're done describing the kind of guy you want, and then you say, yeah, I'm absolutely a perfect match for him. I'm everything he would want. Sometimes it's my job to very gently help you back to reality. Otherwise, you're going to keep chasing your tail for years not getting that relationship. Sometimes it's saying, you know, you may have a misperception of yourself just like some men have a misperception of themselves. 
Sometimes our misperception of ourselves is overly negative, right? We're selling ourselves short. Other times it's overly positive. Sometimes we're just not being realistic with how we're showing up. But at the end of the day, it can even be a mix. Some things I'm too hard on myself for and some I overestimate. You know, over and underestimating ourselves is a big part of the self-environment. How I feel about myself, my perception of myself, my self-identity, who I think I am. I always start working with any client with an I am a woman who statement or I am statement. We have to craft an identity that is our best version of ourself, basically who we were meant to be on this earth before fear and doubt got onto us through our childhood, our upbringing and experiences with others out in the world. Once we can remove that fear and we get back to our best version of ourself, that typically starts to meet that checklist of who that ideal match, that ideal man is looking for. By the way, ideal doesn't mean perfect. They're not a perfect human being. You're not a perfect human being. None of us are perfect. You know, go read Brene Brown, The Gifts of Imperfection. We all have to be less hard on ourselves and stop expecting us or any other person to be perfect. We just need to be an honest version of ourselves, including our faults and flaws, and love and accept those two. But when we're honest with who we really are, we can take stock. Who would be a good match for who I am? And if that's not the person I want to be with as a soulmate, then where do I want to work on becoming a better version of me, a version of me that's closer to who I'm really meant to be as my highest self? You see, once you do that, once you are the dream person, the realistic <laughs> person, let's not even use the word dream person, once you're that best version of you, including your imperfections, suddenly you'll find it's much easier to attract the correct match and fall in love. And isn't that what this is all about? Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help. Because I'm on a mission to help one million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships. 